Hello there, my friend. You're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. Today, we're discussing the most powerful inner attitude you should cultivate to have a positive impact on all areas of your life. Optimism. And not only that, I'll be providing you with 10 ways that you can get started right now. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student, and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today for a discussion that I know has the power to uplift your life. If you're listening to this at the beginning of 2020 in a shiny new decade, I want to wish you a happy new year, or as we say in France, bonne année. Today, we're discussing how you can make 2020 a fabulous year by cultivating optimism in your life. Now, I'm sure you've come across one of those people who seems to be perpetually submerged in doom and gloom. They're on a permanent downer, spreading pessimism wherever they go. They might as well be wearing one of those life sucks and then you die t-shirts from the 80s. Remember those? You know someone like this though, right? And don't they just suck the life out of you? You see them coming and you think, ah, run, because you know that they are going to bum you out. (laughs) They can't wait to latch on to you and tell you intimately of all their woes and all of the things that are wrong with the world. Well, as unpleasant as these people can be, they are right. No, life doesn't inherently suck. But according to their worldview, their inner state of pessimism, they are going to attract woe and crappy things to themselves as long as they hold an attitude like that. And you know that principle that like attracts like? Well, this principle is always in operation, whether for good or bad. And their belief that the world is out to get them is not only the filter through which they view the world, it's also a self-fulfilling prophecy for them because they attract all manner of low and unpleasant circumstances, people, and events into their lives as a result of the nasty ideas that they are focusing on all the time and thus fueling. Now, I doubt that you're one of these totally pessimistic people, as you probably wouldn't be here sorting yourself out if you were. But even so, most of us have areas in our lives where we could take things up a notch, improve our attitude, and create a sense of greater well-being. And especially when we're in the midst of a challenging situation, it can be hard to remain positive. But the more we become able to do so, the better our chances will be of finding satisfactory or even fabulous 
solutions to the problem. Just think of the different results that a pessimist will have compared to an optimist. The pessimist will be blocked from the start, knowing that it's all going to end miserably, because doesn't it always? The only ideas she'll be able to come up with are that she might as well give up now as things never work out for her. After all, she's fatally flawed, isn't she? But then look at our optimist. She thinks, I'm sure it will all work out just fine. I always figure it out. So she's in a way more resourceful state to get a great outcome. So this brings us to the first way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. And that is to know that optimism is a choice you make. When you accept responsibility for your inner attitude, you are at the point of power. Now, most pessimists have a victim mentality. They think that all this shit, pardon my French, is raining down on them from the outside through no fault of their own. The irony is that the shit is within them. They carry it around. They expect it. They nourish it by thinking about it nonstop. And when it lands once again on their doorstep, they say, see, I told you so. Nothing works out for me. However, that too is a choice, but it's unlikely you'll get them to take any responsibility for it. So if you don't take responsibility, you are powerless. And if you do accept responsibility, you can make the best of a bad situation and overall have a much more pleasant existence. So how do you do that? Well, I'm going to tell you now in the second way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. And that is to watch the way that you speak to yourself. You need to become aware of your thoughts and be able to stop the nasties in their tracks. This is the difference between the pessimist and us. The pessimist believes all the negativity that goes on in her head. To her, it's just the truth. There's nothing she can do about it. To us, it's a choice. And this choice becomes really apparent when we start being able to observe our thoughts. So I'm going to give you a couple of practices you can do to help you become more aware of what's going on in your head so that you can make the choice to indulge in better thinking. One way is to use a mindfulness trigger. So every time you open a door, you train yourself to come back into your own mind in the present moment. And this gets us out of autopilot and the patterns of thinking, which may not be beneficial or likely to lead us toward what we want in life. Other triggers could be going upstairs, touching your keys, washing your hands, getting in and out of your car, taking a drink, or any activity that you do several times a day. Pick a couple of triggers and just get started. And more and more, you will be able to learn the contents of your mind. And then another tip, when you catch yourself being negative, flip it around. 
Say, no, I'm not a stupid bitch who can't do anything right. I'm a smart woman doing the best I can, improving my life by my own efforts. Clever me. Or say, stop or erase that and replace the negativity with a positive and life-enhancing statement. This is a great way to master your mind, a skill that will serve you well in all areas of your life. Okay, the third way that you can cultivate optimism in your life is to limit your time with people who bum you out. Now, this is pretty self-explanatory. It's not always possible, but when you can, avoid the life suckers. Depending on the situation, you might have to learn how to set some boundaries or to say no. Stop accepting invitations because you feel guilty. And for when you cannot avoid them, try this little energy trick to help you remain impervious to their negativity. It's called the zip up and it's from Donna Eden's five minute energy routine that you can find on YouTube. I'll link to it in the show notes. So to do the zip up, you place your thumbs and your forefingers of each hand together as if you're grasping the end of the zipper. And then you run your two hands up from your crotch to just under your lower lip, as if you're zipping up a a jacket. And then you turn the key and know that you have just protected yourself energetically from other people's energy. You can repeat this a few times if you like. And incidentally, I recommend you do Donna's whole routine. She is an amazing woman and energy healer and teacher. And the routine is fantastic for stabilizing you in general. I credit it with clearing me of a shoulder tendonitis that I'd had for nearly a year and nothing else would shift. And believe me, I threw everything at it. So give it a go. And for whatever reason, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. And FYI, in a few weeks, I'm doing an episode all about how to tune up your energy system. So you might want to check that out. I think it's going to be out around the end of January. Okay, on to the fourth way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. Here we are upgrading and shifting a situation from the negative to the positive. Try this practice, borrowed from Jean Houston, When you're in a bad mood or feeling out of sorts with yourself or with the way that something is going, I'm going to quote Jean as she explains it so beautifully. Here's what she says, quote, let us take a time not long ago when you were feeling moody or out of sorts with yourself. You may note that this mood was affecting other things or people in your life. Now, I want you to enter in your mind and imagination into a redreaming of that time and mood where you bring a different emotion or mood into the occasion. Even a sense of the comic, even a sense of joy. This, by the way, is a very big teaching. The universe enjoys joy. Add details to the experience, even if you did not note them at the time. A bird comes to the window and pecks, looking at you expectantly. 
a favorite song of yours comes on in the background. The phone rings and the caller brings an exciting or loving message to you. Suddenly you find you are redreaming the situation. Keep it up. Keep at it until the mood you experienced as a downer in the past shifts. Now you might complain, Jean, that was not the way it happened. Yes, but that is the way that it is happening now. You and the universe are redreaming it up. Another scenario has been placed in the quantum field or the mind of the universe. And since the universe enjoys joy and has a love of the comic as well, the two of you, that is you and the universe, have created another memory, another feeling, a new and improved reality into the structure of time and consciousness. Unquote. Wow. Gotta love Jean. I used this practice myself a few days ago, and it completely turned around a long-held view I had about something I was dreading doing. So simple, but so effective. So give it a try. Now, the fifth way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. Bring more joy into your life. Spend more time doing what you love. You might want to make a list of some things you enjoy doing, but perhaps have let slip for one reason or another. Or maybe there's something you've always wanted to try or to learn. As Jean Houston's just said, the universe enjoys joy. It enjoys you feeling joy. The more joy you experience in your life, the better your overall outlook will be. Okay, on to the sixth way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. Spread some good vibes. Look for ways to serve others and bring them joy. Serving others takes you out of your own head, out of your own troubles and thoughts, and allows you to uplift someone else. You know that phrase, what goes around comes around? Well, when you serve others, you get back an instant blast of joy yourself. It's an energetic double whammy in action. Nice! Now, the seventh way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. Look for the lesson in any given not-so-pleasant situation and ask yourself, what's the opportunity here? What can I learn from this? How does experiencing this allow me to grow? And then you can congratulate yourself because you have just brought deeper meaning and understanding into your life. And now you can move on and free yourself. Lesson learnt. And that is what we are all here for. Okay, the eighth way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. Get your endorphins flowing. Those are the feel-good hormones that give you a buzz. Maybe dance to some music you love. I've started incorporating this into my day, bunging on some of my favorite 80s dance tunes and dancing around like a lunatic. It really gives me a lift and, hey, burns off a few calories too. What's not to like? Or you could spend a few minutes reliving a beautiful moment in your life, in your imagination. Just make sure that it's one that makes you happy, not a bittersweet moment. 
and bring it to life with vivid, colorful detail. You can also download my free Inner Smile Guided Meditation, which I call a legal natural high. And immediately after you have flooded yourself with endorphins, why not take advantage of your elevated state and do a quick visualization session where you visualize your ideal life? And if you want help on how to visualize and to really pump up your visualization sessions and make them more effective, download my free visualization essentials guide. I'll place the links in the show notes. On to the ninth way that you can cultivate optimism in your life. This is to do what I call a gratitude flush. Now, in this practice, you express gratitude for each and everything in your life as you encounter it. For example, you wake up in the morning, grateful to be alive this day. Feel gratitude for your warm, comfy bed, the clothes you're putting on, the toothbrush and toothpaste, running water, the miracle that is the humble toilet, your favorite mug, the delicious coffee, and your coffee maker that makes it. You get it? And as you're feeling gratitude for these things, be mindful and express gratitude to the people, perhaps in distant lands, who grew, harvested, roasted, packaged, shipped, and sold your coffee. Feel your connection with these people and extend your gratitude around the world. And in this web of interconnectedness, recognize with gratitude all the ways that life supports you and brings you what you need. And this brings us nicely to my 10th way that you can start to cultivate optimism in your life right now. And that is to reprogram your mind for optimism with my free audio recording called Life Conspires to Make Me Successful Affirmations. Here you program the belief that life is stacked in your favor and that you do not need to rely on your individual resources alone. In less than nine minutes, we instill this powerful idea into your mind so that it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy in your life. Based on the principle that all consciousness inherently seeks to fulfill its highest potential, we program into your mind what each cell and each atom and each chromosome already knows that it is uniquely suited to its environment and that it will fulfill itself and develop and mature. So the life conspires to make me successful affirmations include affirmations for health, prosperity, and success and instills the belief that you are attracting inspiration, opportunities, and miracles into your life. So it gives you a wonderful basis for optimism in all of your endeavors. So I hope you'll give it a go as it really works. Well, friends, 
That wraps up my 10 ways to flood your life with optimism. Here's a quick recap. One, optimism is a choice. Accept responsibility and you are at the point of power. Two, watch the way you speak to yourself. Use mindfulness triggers to raise your awareness. When you catch yourself being negative, flip it around. Three, limit your time with people who bum you out. Four, upgrade and shift your negative attitude or experience with Jean Houston's reimagining exercise. Five, bring more joy into your life, doing what you love. Six, Spread some good vibes. Look for ways to serve others and bring them joy. Seven, look for the lesson and the opportunity in challenging circumstances so that you can move on and free yourself and congratulate yourself for doing the work. Eight, get your endorphins flowing and then do a visualization session while you're in that elevated state. Nine, do a gratitude flush. Express thanks and appreciation for everything. Ten, do my life conspires to make me successful affirmations to program the belief that life is stacked in your favor. So start using some of these techniques in your life right away. An inner attitude of optimism will reverberate out and uplift all areas of your life. And I love practices like those. Now, I recommend that you definitely start with the mindfulness triggers, as being mindful allows you to step out of your habitual thought patterns so that you can choose to be optimistic in the present moment. Now, along the lines of optimism, You might also want to check out episode one of my podcast on how to be better than happy, where I share my top 10 tips for a fulfilling life. There's a lot in there that can get you started on a path to greater well-being. And remember all the free goodies you can download. There's the inner smile guided meditation and my visualization essentials guide and the life conspires to make me successful affirmations. You'll see the links to them below if you're listening to this on the inspirationcloud.com. And if not, you can go to the inspirationcloud.com slash S-Y-O-7. And that's the digit seven, not the word. And you'll find links there. So that's all for this week, my friends. Have a good one, and I'll see you next week when we'll be discussing how to stop the crippling cycle of worry that keeps you awake at night. Definitely a popular topic. So, I'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening. I really hope you found this podcast helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? 
But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor in return, and I will be eternally grateful. I would also love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes, preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, too. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.